0: Welcome to the Solution, a real estate podcast where Jeff Seebach and Phil Sexton we sit down at a table, we take a break from running our team of uh-huh. eighty three agents that is based out of the Phoenix metropolitan marketplace, and we talk about things that we are seeing in the industry, directions that we see the industry going, ways that we can put the consumer first, keep the consumer as the guiding light in our industry. We're we're brought to you by Leopard, which is real estate agents for consumers. We we're, we kind of rebranded Leopard since we we came on last real estate agent
1: for consumers. Yes, right? well, because welcome everybody. Yes, because we used to be the
0: National Association of Teams, but what we found is not everybody likes teams, especially brokers don't
1: like teams.
0: I was going to say actually, what oh. we found was that our our the value what we were bringing to the industry wasn't just for teams. When we're talking about keeping the consumer as the, the guiding light, that applies to real estate agents, that applies to brokers, that applies to indie brokers and teams. It, and I felt that while well, we agreed that the, the calling it the National Association of Teams was a little bit misleading. We,
1: we, well, we never felt that way, but it was only like com, we knew that all teams would fit. Right, but yeah. uh, we knew there was uh, independent agents that were non teams that would fit, and we knew that there'd be indie brokers. There. So it was just hard. We were just kind of kind But when you look at the principles of what Leopard stands for and
0: having better transparency for consumers and having it easier for agents to showcase themselves, whether if they're great five-star agents or not—having the ability for agents to identify uh, consumers to identify listing agents on properties, like as we started to look at the guiding lights, they were all around ways that were good for the consumer. And so really all we are with Leopard is real estate agents for consumers. We're having conversations and today's conversation is all about the consumer. And that is from an agent standpoint, how do you create passive income?
1: Well, we said that because we know that our audience for this podcast is agents so that they would pay attention because clearly, I I mean, do you not want to make, more money while doing exactly what you're doing. Isn't that everybody's goal? That sounds good. like So today we got 1.5 million agents around the country showed up for this podcast. Because yeah. How could you not? It almost broke zoom. Right. right? Like, like, mean, Adam was... And broke Facebook as well. Yeah. I mean, oh, if you yeah. can break Facebook, yeah. you're pretty good. I think Zillow went down. Yes. <laughs> well, everything went down because we're going to talk about, but the reality is, is what we're talking about today is how can we bundle and save for the consumer. I mean, you know, it's just like, how can we stay competitive moving forward in a progressive world, right? And uh, maybe for those that don't know, you know, um, I showed you in our team discussion about what was about eight weeks ago or 12 weeks ago, Lone Depot came out and said, that they're going to help people bundle and save, okay? And I started to think that that is something that I think that agents should look into because we're gonna need to offer it because Zillow offers it, Open Door offers it, uh, Redfin offers it, right? And yeah. the reality is, is just as teams are now becoming more and more influential, I mean, the reality is, is that no, 6,000 just- 6, brokers across America are offering mortgage or title or insurance as a piece of an affiliated business agreement and do it legally um, but to be competitive to wasn't it 6% was that 6% is I've so yeah. in
0: the latest survey by the national association of realtors when they asked all of the brokerages how many had affiliated business agreements or was it specifically to lending i think it was specifically to lending wasn't it where it said 6% the answer was 6% roughly, of the respondents yeah, right
1: and there's 110,000 brokers across the us so i'm just saying roughly 6000 6000 of them but the idea is that this is because I think it's because of the bad actors in the business, that people that were paying referrals, they were, they were. I mean, the, the three big things, like, first of all, respite compliance is the only way to go, right? Like Hold on, let me back, can I back oh, up for a sure, second? Sure. I mean,
0: obviously you're spot on, but here's the thing, is when we got licensed in this industry in 2003, 2006, and we were working as independent agents and you're working as an agent and you're going to continuing education classes, what is it, 12, 12 hours a year? We're 24 hours every two years here in Arizona of continuing education classes. And we're talking, to, we're getting told by brokers on best ways to do things. There's never any conversation about the right way to build a company that can bundle and save. Right, and now our- all the, all the fodder that we are fed is about the other side of it, which is run from it.
1: Well, it's because brokers are compliance machines. I don't, it wasn't I the first one to said that. You said that, and that is true. And they're worried because <clears throat> the reality is, is, brokerages, especially large brokerages, when you have more than 500 agents or 1,000 agents, you're worried about making broad-reaching statements that people hear what they want to hear and then take advantage of it. And then you're sued as a broker. So they, they, it hasn't been something that has been um, pitched to you, people that, you know what, actually, if, you know, like for instance, I own a car that is ranked in the top fast, 100 fastest cars in America. Okay. As is that as, a Lamborghini? No.
0: Mm-mm. Oh, Ferrari?
1: It's, it's electric. It's electric? It's a Ford? Their stock's really good too. No. Oh, But anyway, you have have a Tesla. Yeah. But the reality is is that as long as I drive the speed limit, the cops don't come after me, right? Like as long as you obey the compliance rules, we think that there should be a way that we can figure out how to bundle and save for the consumer.
0: Okay, so I mean, just to take your analogy there, The reason why you didn't buy your 16-year-old the car that you drive now is because it's kind of like brokers telling real estate agents not to have bundle and save programs. Yes. Like you're not actually, I don't even want to get into the conversation, so let's just put a governor on your car that only lets you drive 65 miles an hour at the max.
1: I mean, I think the challenge for teams is because teams are not allowed to have employees. But I don't think it's just teams. I don't want to get locked into teams because I, I think- one of the reasons that you alluded to earlier. I'm just talking about why it's not talked about, right? Like be, just 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 hurdles for because brokers, you know, are nervous about compliance and they don't want to get in the lawsuits. And obviously there's some horrendous law. I'm gonna go, lawsuits. I'm
0: gonna go, I'm gonna go a little bit more controversial oh, okay. reason. Okay. And that's because some of the brokers have their own affiliated business agreements and
1: they don't want the competition. I actually think that was the number one reason why they didn't pitch it, because they wanted you to use theirs so that they could benefit, which is funny because the, yeah, it just, it's it's just yeah. the, so if you're, so. Um,
0: it's you, why we you at you least have, wanted to have a
1: topic not, about it. It's why we wanted to talk about it because it's, it, it. the reality is, is, is our, it's our question is why don't agents that um, do a great job that are. Uh, fair to consumers that don't that that will disclose that that will not require you know yeah a, a, is, it possible, th- yes, is, is it possible
0: yes is it possible for real estate agents or brokerages to offer a bundle and save program that includes the vertically integrated mortgage title insurance real estate activities is that well possible? i mean
1: because the thing is is what I found about... The disruptors are showing us it's possible. Right, yes. No,
0: we are definitely- I mean, I, I say disruptors, but really, it's just the, new, the newcomers, the, the big tech companies.
1: Right. And sorry, I'm just waiting on a service appointment here. The, um, the reality is, is that, I guess, from a consumer side, it's, it's hard for me because I know that on a national level, people talk about how it's bad to double end the deal. Right, but dual agency is illegal in some states. Dual agency is illegal, and we agree it's legal and, in and Arizona. For, in some reason that they are, uh, you know, I mean, it. But but yet, when we go and look at the iBuyers, buyers, Zillow, Open Door, Offer Pad, that consumers clearly choose money and convenience sometimes over representation representation
0: right like those all of the all of the the sellers that go to uh, investor directly to sell their house chooses not to have an agent rather than have an agent
1: right so the question is is Mm -hmm. so obviously if we can offer the consumer bundle and save are you saying wait but are you saying that that means dual agency is better than no representation i think that if there's benefits for the consumer i.e bundle and save if there's a way for the consumer to save money in working with an agent because that was what i learned at john hall was that when you represent both sides you offer we offer a discount that's what i i learned early on right like in my career it was you did it to get you know you had to offer them a discount right
0: i mean i don't know that that's that's definitely not a conversation that we get into often is commission. Yes. So I, I don't know that that's a set anywhere. It's not set anywhere. It's not it's Yeah. It's that's not. That's just what uh, you choose to do in your
1: business. Yeah. Well, I thought that it, no, I was trying to find the benefit for the consumer. Okay. Like why, if it's two representation, what is the benefit for that? So like variable commission in Var- the MLS. Yes. Right. So the, because the, the variable commission is offered in the MLS. Right. And I think that if a different commission will be
0: charged if the the listing agent represents both sides. Right.
1: So as we get in this, so like I go out to the CFBP because I wanted to see because the headline number is that they doled out over the eight years that they have been in existence that they have doled out $11.9 billion in fines. Right.
0: So then that's that's how we're going to, we need to get that number to a trillion so that we can start paying off this debt that we've got. Right? <laughs> a couple trillion. Okay. Yeah. yeah, not not enough.
1: But the reality is, is that a lot of it came in regards to financial companies and they're not advertising correctly and then also not disclosing and then requiring, but then also, also, usually it seems like a lot of times it's, in, it's not bundling and saving, it's use this program, which I make more money on, right? Like I think that that's the key to it is saving the consumer
0: money. Well, it's giving the consumer the option of what they would like to do. Yes. If they want to go this route or that route and this route or that route can come with different fees with different um, services. And then they just get to choose from an educated standpoint.
1: Right. So the, the question for me is, can we create passive income and make it a win-win? And I, I, I don't know. I think the answer is yes. I think. The, well, because so, well, we've to started me, to explore this, right? We've yes. had two
0: conversations with respite attorneys. Yes. Where we are talking to people to figure out is it one? Is it possible?
1: And we should, if anyone out there is thinking about this, they should first consult a respite attorney to make sure that they're following all of the rules. Yes. Don't put yourself in harm's way. Right. Right. Yes.
0: So, um, in the conversations that we've had with the respite attorneys, it's interesting. It's almost, remember the, the one guy that we chatted with? It was almost like he was representing some other entity that we were very familiar with. Yes. And he was talking as if he wasn't on. It was almost like he was protecting them, not advising
1: us. Agreed. There was no, well, which uh, is why we went to a second <laughs> yeah. and, and looked at a third because it's, I mean, the, the good news is the laws are written very plainly to read. Clear. Yes. Right. Very clear. And the key is, you know, like when you read through the, cause I went through online and there have been two major mortgage companies that have gotten fines for, what they did so let me go to the mortgage section so while there's mortgage servicing there was several but then actually just like the mortgages because obviously if we're gonna get passive income we're gonna look at things like mortgage title or insurance is the possible things that we would look at but the uh most of the fines were in credit cards. Like it's funny because when you look at the CFBV, who did they find? Bank of America, Chase, American Express. Right? Like, yeah. the, like it's funny because you're like, oh man, like, but every I, I use all of those companies and they get fine. Like it's just, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and you still have fees you have to pay. And you still have fees, right? Yes. Right. I so, mean,
0: looking at the big companies, though, I mean, like, let's just take Zillow, for example, Zillow or even Rocket Homes. How about we talk about Rocket Homes and Rocket Mortgage? It obviously can be done underneath one umbrella where you have, uh, you abide by all of the laws that govern this concept. You understand the rest, but you've got, you probably have an uh, attorney on retainer and you set up these individual entities in a way so that the one company or I don't know what the group is called at the top, but the group
1: owns let's several go with different group. entities. Yeah, let's just go with Quicken. OK, great. Quicken. Yeah. So we
0: have Quicken at the top with then Rocket Homes or Rocket Loans underneath it as, in, as separate entities. Therefore, it's legal. But it's just how can smaller guys do it than the ones that have these big, deep pockets?
1: Yeah, no, that was why we were that's why we wanted to open up the conversation, because the reality is, is it's worrying about our future. Is that if they're offering opportunities to work with all, then we, you know,
0: therefore being allowed, therefore allowing them to charge the consumer less. We want to remain competitive.
1: Right. Well, what you know what I'm truly worried about is because we only have we only have our 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 eye on one piece of the pie. So I mean mean real estate. Yeah, in this process, we interviewed a, a guy that said that it was a mortgage, it was a real estate brokerage. And he said that he didn't even care about the commission that he made from the real estate transaction. He made more money from the other services in the business. And that was the first time, it's about two years ago, that we were like, huh, why aren't we doing that? Right? Like, we thought it was illegal. And then, you know, obviously, time goes by or whatever. But the thought is, is, is that if these companies can make so much money on mortgage and title and insurance, um. That they can charge the consumer less across
0: the board. They can bundle and save, right? And so then, how do we bundle and save,
1: right? So, uh, all right. So I got the uh, the last one was in 2017. uh, Prospect Mortgage had an illegal kickback scheme. Scheme is what they said. So they, uh, a major lender, was paying illegal kickbacks for mortgage referrals, which is clearly illegal, right? So the CFBD took action against two real estate brokers and mortgage servicers uh, basically you send me a piece a title and I'll write you a check is what happened right and illegal. That, that is completely illegal and we can't do that but I think it's it, you know it's there's got to be clearly a clearly
0: seeing how these big dogs have set up different entities that's that's going to be i mean obviously with uh, I mean Glenn direction Kalman, Glenn, our... Glenn
1: Kelman said it he said this is the future right Right. So I'm more of, you know, um... I think we should bring a respite attorney on air with us
0: and we should have a conversation. We should interview. We should see who out there wants to be a part of our conversation. Actually, if you guys have respite attorneys that you've chatted with, I'd be curious if anybody is like, where's the respite attorney that's trying to get some business that might want to join us.
1: Excellent. Don't you think that'd be fun? I think that would be great. Because then
0: we could put him on the spot for how we do this and see what came out of it. He probably would say No.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, he—he's just going to or know, she, he or she, probably she. She will, um, you know, talk about their experiences and what it is and that. But the, 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 it's not when you read it; it doesn't say that a agent can't do it. Nowhere, no, agreed. So here's the, one of the, some of the things that we have found is for
0: it to happen, um, you might need different licenses, like a mortgage loan originator license. Or an insurance or a a property and casualty license. Right. Right. Where it's not technically illegal to earn two commissions off of one transaction, one for the real estate world and one for the mortgage world. Actually, when I got into this, when I moved to Phoenix in 2005, I worked for a company called LNG mortgage bank. And that was their whole program was the real estate agents can get licensed to originate loans and that way they can earn commission off of both the mortgage and the real estate. So you're deal.
1: saying this has been around for
0: a long time? Absolutely. And yeah. it's actually, it was, um, was an LNG mortgage still around? No, they're gone because when the crash happened and FHA loans became super prominent and there was not a lot of conforming loans that happened, FHA didn't allow it. It's wow. actually a not allowed in certain loan programs. And so um, LNG folded up, they went away. But now I'm starting to see, we've had we had a conversation this week of people that are coming back to the table with different ideas or well, programs I mean, of how to make this work. The other thing
1: is, is we worked at a brokerage. Uh, Did sorry.
0: Dave have a question? Sorry, Dave, I just saw, no? All right.
1: We worked in a brokerage prior to coming to our existing brokerage, where that brokerage clearly made a lot of money from- Partnerships. Partnerships. Right. Uh, mortgage companies and title companies I believe that now they own the title company, right? Or they created their own, or whatever it is. But they were go. making, Same they concept. were making so much. That's what I'm saying is, is that they were. But I think that the CFPB is more. People are being predatory with it, where they're trying to um, charge people more money and to funnel business. And I, I just want like that. That is not allowed. And. That maybe is not where we're going. I want to be able to save the consumer money. But maybe it doesn't happen. It's not talked about It's a often convenience
0: thing. Because there's a certain number of deals that you have to do to make it worthwhile for the headache that you that, of creating these separate entities. Where if you're an agent out there and you do 10 deals a year, does it make sense to go through all of this to set up an entirely separate company in order to help bundle? Well, and save?
1: I, I mean, you clear, like when you look at... Um, redfin that does it because they have employees because that's the other piece of it i think that i mean i know that we are actively working to allow teams to have employees right like we're trying to to, to get a law passed it could be a year it could be two years it could be three years so that happens but the reality is is that it's a significant advantage to for those that are offering it How how is bundle and save not more i mean like what like? What other? Give me an example of bundle, and save that you know of, or maybe we insurance. About it, insurance.
0: Yeah, like house and your car and your commercial. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, there is. It is time for a commercial. Okay. Hold on a second. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Teams and large producing agents are the overwhelming minority in real estate, with no collective voice or recognition of our influence. Isn't it a time we have a voice? If we band together and act together, we will hold the power for positive change, not them. If you agree, sign your pledge of support today at realestateleopard.com. Welcome back to the solution. Thanks for hanging in there. Man, I just love those advertisers. Was that Lena? Lena? I think that was Lena. She's really that was good. Awesome. Yeah. 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 She 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 actually went and did a voiceover for a video that we created and the company that she went to was like you want to do some more voiceovers? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, girl, hey, I girl, like your voice. Yeah, <laughs> that's my new pickup line. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm married, I'm happy. I'm All right. All right. All
1: right. Back to the content. All right, where were we, Seabach? We were talking about how we save the consumer more money and how we actually open up the door for us to make passive income while doing it. Why? Because Commission compression is clear. I mean, the, the, I guess what stunned, what really made me want to do the conversation was cause I was reading the DOJ settlement and they were so specific. And um, we're after the, I don't know, what was it 10 billion or $60 billion in commissions each year? I don't know what the number was, but they came out and said, basically this is under attack. And then I was starting to put the, the, the math together Why is everybody, you know, after the real estate commission? Because we're, when the guy, the brokerage that we met with said that he makes more money off of ancillary services, yet everybody's after the commission. And what I realized is that it's because it's, we are transparent. We put it on the agreement. It is like they, they, they they can see it. So, but. Unlike what? The mortgage industry okay how so because they make money and you know i mean as we're starting to look into this to try and figure out well how much money they make you know i mean we have lenders we talk to them they make they do they do pretty well
0: yeah and i don't know at any point they disclose how much they make in the secondary market to the consumer
1: never no it, that's not it was not in anything that i read anyway i don't know we yeah. have to probably have to lend on and ask them if they just you know there's crazy
0: right because then well, I it, because, and you're saying if they were to disclose how much they actually made on a transaction or whatever running their business, that that industry would be under more of an attack? I think so. Well, now.
1: because they're, they're, um, our, our lenders aren't broke. Yep. Right. Yeah. But I see a lot of broke real estate agents. I don't see a lot of broke lenders. So, hmm. Because of refinancing.
0: I was going to say that
1: that's because it's harder to become it's a, a bigger lender, pool. But no, There's a bigger pool of refinancing because everybody that own a home can refinance. Okay. Has the ability to refinance. Yeah. So therefore there's, oh, you know, 1.5 million homeowners or 2 million homeowners, basically third, you know, 70% of them, you know, each year could refinance because as long as there's a value to them, which oddly enough Is they can add the closing costs on the end of the refinance. The loan value go up, but they save $75 a month, and that's enough for them to refinance. Like I I came across one the other day that they refinance 10 times. I'm just saying that lenders are, you know, that but you can't tell by looking at that. But in a real estate transaction, our number is plastered on, which is I even think we should have more disclosures because like Redfin came out and said that they now are disclosing the buyer broker fee. Well, unfortunately, though, it's funny because they're like, no, we put it on there. It's three scrolls down, which. But it's still there. Yeah. That's better, than it's better, than better than not. Better than not. Better than not. Better than not. But I'm more interested in. So here's. So I. I guess, avenues to keep us relevant. And I think that. And bo- compliant. And compliant. Yeah.
0: Right. So relevant means that we have to be able to have um, costs of services with value of services provided at a cost that
1: is similar to the people that are able to bundle and save. Yes, no, I, I even think we're gonna have to offer it even better than they did. Like I, I think yeah. I think we can be competitive and then we can actually make more money on all three. If we, if we made money all, on f- four different things, it's hard to think that we couldn't still make more money while the real estate commissions came down. That was just the thought. Right. Right. So step
0: one, communica- I mean, to get to actually create passive revenue while staying at your brokerage. Actually, one piece I want to say is your ICA at your brokerage might actually come into play here because some independent contractor agreements won't allow it. Right. We're at HP and, should- and
1: HP's ICA states specifically that you cannot be the real estate agent and the loan officer on the same loan right so make
0: sure whatever company you're at you understand what the ica says because that might that might come into play here review your ica step one step two probably talk to a respa attorney about what it is that you're going that you're moving forward with because you don't step want one, to talk be... to your
1: broker step two talk to an attorney sounds like a great process so and far step three you ready <laughs> get a license
0: you might want to get it. You might want to look into getting licenses for the different services. If you are if you're planning on originating loans and getting paid, you're going to need a license or you're going to have to be an employee of a servicing. Well, or, I, of a company. I which.
1: also think that it might need to be a, a group effort. Right. Like to me, the the in our research of it, it seems that there's usually a bunch of uh, agents or, or teams involved together because it's you you can't pay for an individual service so you wanted to have enough volume to you know to make sense.
0: Got it. So grab your friends to figure it out.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: So that you can have enough volume to make it worthwhile.
1: Well I mean honestly if you're trying to negotiate with a broker it's why Zillow can it's why Lone Depot can it's why Redfin because of the volume it our old brokers they had a lot they at each branch could generate enough volume for the lender and the title company to. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they did insurance or not, but oh, and inspections. Are you kidding?
0: Like, you know how many how many companies pay to have their business cards in the office? That's step one, right?
1: Oh, you mean do not re- just don't require it. Just if you want to advertise in our office, we should get a check. Right. Right. Like a
0: marketing service agreement. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, interesting topic. It's one that I'm, um, that we're we're looking into. We
1: we, we have not seen the the topic or heard the topic discussed in any fashion. And I thought, well, um, I'm interested in having conversations. Well, I want to know how other teams are going to deal with the competitive beasts that are out there, which is the iBuyers, which is the you know all in one companies now loan depot now quicken now zillow right like this like yeah. our, our world shifting right and because when they offer mortgage they're talking to the people regularly they're calling but like, even even like exp
0: i think has their own title company don't they yes like silverstone or silver Yeah, or something silver like line. that silver line silver line yes all right. and
1: we, well cuz we we well the point of it is is that we are already signing an affiliated business disclosure for eXp right right it's just you know what, what how, how, big, we, how can we say
0: yes at what point actually i think that that may be a future conversation that we have around this topic and that is at what point do you do enough transactions where it makes sense to look at this because i don't i don't view this conversation as being a hey i just got my license i'm getting into the industry no conversation no 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 to this me, is a
1: you, this, you have to. This is a You, have, you have to know what escrow means. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> to get paid nice. on escrow, right? So more to come on this. Yeah, more, more to come. More as to we, come,
1: but it's yeah. just the idea of um, our competitors are doing it. They're actually saying it's the world in front of us. Yet I don't see people talking about it. So right. so let's bring yeah. it up. And so our first step was talk to, let's look at RESPA, let's stay compliant, but let's figure this out. So step
0: two and a half was let's talk about it on the podcast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, it's how else are we going to find out others that are doing it and are doing it? Well, there has to be lots of other people that are doing it. So we thought let's put it out there, see what, you know, reach out to us if you're doing it. We're interested. Yep. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for listening. See you next time.